Welcome to the Fever Nerd Mind. I'm your host, Justin Alipshaw, and today we will discuss the attack at the Lee Monument on the morning of June 12th, 2020, in Richmond, Virginia. I will give my first-hand eyewitness account. I will also discuss a need for greater leadership on the ground, and I will also share some observations and my response to those observations concerning some of my fellow protesters and ways that maybe we can better organize and be more effective in the field. Now I will give my first-hand eyewitness account of what occurred here in Richmond, Virginia on June 12, 2020 at approximately 12.58 a.m. I gave this statement, um, you know, I'll read it off verbatim is actually what I'm going to do because I want you to be able to not only hear what I have to say, but also they have other witnesses who were there and the official police statement that was issued earlier this morning, which conflicts with not only what I've said, but a video that was since released. Hmm. Curious. Okay. So to wit. I observed three trucks that had been circling the Lee Monument where protesters were sitting, and some were in front of or walking with bikes directly in front of a Richmond Police Department car, Upshaw texted. I saw the vehicles come to a halt, something they hadn't done in the past week while they had been menacing us uh, since the earlier in that day, and I'm going a little off this subject here because I do need to add a little context that I didn't put in this original statement. There was a, at first one vehicle, and eventually it became two, and it eventually became three. Apparently, the original vehicle, um, which is which had which looks like a utility truck, it has safety cones on it, things like that. I call it the safety cone truck. Um, from what I heard, the driver allegedly pointed a gun at one of the other protesters. Um, I think after words were exchanged on like a side street, or not, basically out of the view of regular public or where a witness may occur. Now, to get back to what I was saying, I'll, I'll go back to the beginning of that, of that statement. I saw the vehicles come to a halt, something they haven't done in the past week while the menacing has occurred. As I walked around the corner, I observed a black male in his late teens, early 20s, standing with his bike in front of one of the vehicles, a pickup truck, which his bumper was pressing against the man on his bike. Words were exchanged and the vehicle's engine revved up, and I observed the vehicle topple the rider in the bike dragging them across the sidewalk. I observed several feet of markings on the pavement consistent with hard metal dragged over concrete. I possess video and pictures of this, and several more, approximately seven feet of tire marks curving in towards the monument and protest before it leads back out into the road. The vehicles increased speed and headed west on Monument Avenue. After a delay, the officer on site proceeded at a leisurely pace in the direction of the assailants. Upshaw said the young man knocked down by the pickup truck is, quote, physically okay, emotionally not. This is actually the second time in recent days that right-wingers have used a vehicle assault to, um, to assault a Black Lives Matter protester, and I'll stop there on the article. But yes, we did have this occur a couple of days ago as well. So, 
What happened next made um, an already fairly obvious issue glaring. And that's the lack of leadership on the ground, especially since the Lee Monument area has kind of become ground zero. It's almost like King of the Hill 2020 with very real-life consequences. There wasn't any. Um, if we're going to hold this ground, there is a need for security. Uh, we cannot allow ourselves to be sitting ducks. We cannot allow ourselves to be victims. We are dealing with an, uh, with an opposition that lacks scruples, that lacks empathy, that lacks concern, and we have to treat it as much. Bike marshals, individuals that will box in a vehicle with their bikes to prevent them from moving. I hope you understand, and this is also stated over on the Virginia Defender site, um, please be careful and understand that the stakes are increasing. Based upon the observations that I made, not only concerning um, the need for more leadership, I would take I, I, I would step up to that, but that's going to take time for me to gain that trust in the community and for me to get comfortable in my own skin taking on such a responsibility. Um, uh, if you ever meet me in person, you'll probably think I'm a cop, and that explains why people don't trust me. But I do have a background as military police. I was a corrections officer. And I was a security officer in a couple of states. So if I have a cop vibe, I earned it. But I am certainly not your enemy. Now here's the most important part. And this is where uh, I'm going to potentially incense some people. But please bear with me. Listen to the logic. I've had to go through this many, many times a day. So it was not full of vitriol and sharp edges that are not going to help us heal and achieve our mission. We're operating in an adversarial system. We cannot afford the infighting. So we do need to take the time to hear each other out because like anything else, there are going to be various shades of it. After, after that individual who has been since apprehended, ah yes, so speaking of the apprehension, um, they uh, Richmond Police Department did end up apprehending at least three of the individuals. One turned out to be a felon who was in possession of firearms and has been charged as such. Um, none of the individuals that were circling us over at the Lee Monument even have addresses in Richmond. I have theories about exactly where they may be from, but I will reserve that to myself. <coughs> Hanover. Um, So, after the assault last night, a lot of the quote-unquote protesters left. They got scared. They were shooketh. They were cowards. There's something I need you to understand. This is not a party. I fell into that vibe. I understand. Uh, that's what the atmosphere had been like. It felt like you were at a cookout. We just didn't have a grill. Everybody was vibing together. It was super positive. It was wonderful. But these individuals came along and destroyed that. And people learned it's not a party. It's something much, much more 
consequential than that. So here's what I ask. If you don't understand that you're putting life and limb in danger by stepping out in these streets and participating in these demonstrations and protests, you have no business being out there. If you are not prepared to give it up, if you are not about that whole life, you need to stick to your keyboard. Because what happens when that act of terror occurs and we lose 60-70% of the people who were there, that only emboldens the enemy to continue out more attacks of terror. A general definition of what terrorism is, is, is our actions in order to affect a in order to affect a change in another party group society of that nature. So when they do this act, when we flee in fear, we have allowed them to win. I don't see why we would want to fight a losing battle. So please, do not be a liability. If it's not important enough to you to go life and limb, Please be our support. Every organization has its front lines, it has its support. So be that. Fill social media. Have those uncomfortable conversations. When you, when you observe someone doing this toxic behavior, just don't be silent or just SMH. Don't just shake your head. Address it. Silence is violence. You are condoning what is occurring and it's toxic and it grows it is virulent in nature <sighs> parents I'm one and often people will say well you have kids you shouldn't be out there well that is why I'm out there now, if you are unfortunate enough that, you're, that your child's the only one, uh, you're the only person your child can depend upon, I get it. Uh, or maybe you're in a position where you can affect more change, so you're playing some chess, not checkers. Great, I get it. But the fact of the matter is, our job as parents, as guardians, are to not only protect our children, but create an environment where they can thrive and grow. And as long as you continue to accept the status quo where we know they are disadvantaged, you are doing a disservice to your children. I thank you very much for your time, and if you wish to reach me at Fever Nerdmine on Twitter, Justin L. Upshaw is my name. I'm on record now, so there's no point in me even bothering. Be the change you want to see in the world, as Gandhi said. Be safe. Good night. Stand up. And never falter.